I'm Gary. I'm Clark. And this is the Red Cedar Rundown, the self-proclaimed number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, we fight off severe depression and figure out what's wrong with this team. We also preview our next two games against Minnesota and Wisconsin. Send us your comments, and we'll be sure to read them on the show. (sighs) Depression. A mood disorder that causes persistent feelings of sadness and loss of interest. That about sums it up for us right now here. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Uh, It just really is starting to feel a lot like last year. I don't know about you, how you feel. Yeah, and that's what's weird is because... Except we may not win the title, the Big Ten. I feel like every year that we have high expectations, we always have like these weird losses. Every year. Yeah. Like Penn State at home or <sighs> like... It's happened, I think, every year that I can remember. We have a inexplicable loss. Um, and this year's looking like no different. Two straight inexplicable losses. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that. Yeah. It's just, it boggles the mind how within two weeks, our viewpoint of this team has drastically changed. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to come on here and like be pissed off and yell, but I'm just tired after watching that team. Loss of interest, would you say? Sadness? Starting to lose interest. Sadness, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I think that... That pretty much is how all of Spartan Nation feels right now. Sorry to be all doom and gloom, guys, but wasn't a great week for the pod. It, it brings back memories of recapping the football team. I'm just not as excited oh. to talk about. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. There to... may not be a lot of flair this episode. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I can't make any promises. There may not be a lot of flair, guys. We'll we'll try our best to keep it upbeat. And positive. I might cry. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to cry. Clark might, definitely might cry. I'm already crying. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I guess let's just I guess just let's re- recap. Let's recap these losses. Let's just do it again. Let's pour some salt in our already. So the wounds. Indiana game, huh? How about that free throw shooting, Gary? Yep. What are your thoughts? I mean, it just doesn't make sense, really. 36% from the line. Was it 15 missed free throws, I believe? We shot 8 of 22. I feel like I could have done, done a better job punting the ball into the hoop from the free throw line. Yeah. Nick Ward, by himself, an astonishing 1 for 9 from the free throw line. No words. Where was Nick Ward during this game, one might ask? 26 minutes played, 11 points, 6 rebounds. He was getting, people were getting rebounds over him left and right. Yeah, it was such a weird game to watch. Because we were winning at half. We, we, were, yeah. we were winning. And, and we it, played terrible in the first half, and I was like, well, we played terrible and we're still winning. We're exactly, going to win. Exactly, exactly. Well, there was that one stretch where I think Indiana hit four straight threes. Yeah. And that pretty much turn the game around and even in overtime i was pretty confident that we would be able to pull it out but still lost 79 to 75 in overtime but it just 
it was just such an odd game and just the whole feeling of the game and it's so crazy you know the yeah. whole atmosphere of the day college game days there can we talk about the zone for a second we they are not the same no weak. my god what has happened i'm with you though the whole atmosphere how are you not going nuts like the entire day we should have blown them out of the water that's what i'm pretty sure that's what we predicted was going to happen and yep i went oh and two i went oh and two as well wasn't even close but yeah it's funny that you say that about the is i felt that way for a lot of the recent years especially when i participate in the alumni is game every year this year will be march i think 5th and i'll be attending again nice so you'll look for me look for gary and he has the, been on the tv zone. before actually several times yes um he will be making his cameo <laughs> but i swear to god that every time that i'm at that game maybe it's because it's live but I hear it from people on Twitter after every game. I hear it from people I that watch one, on the game. I went to one with you. Yeah. I think it was last year when we went. Yep. I wasn't sitting in the his own alumni section, but I was at the game, and it was louder than I've heard the exactly. his in previous meetings. And I think it's just because you know those people that were alumni when the his was the his like the real deal, like a feared place to play, like the Breslin Center. They that's still you know instilled in them to this day. So they you know they're reliving the glory days exactly. Per se. And I don't know if it's the case still. Like, the Izone was such a big deal that they even had, like, an upper bowl Izone, overflow Izone. I don't think that exists anymore. Yeah, exactly. They had it's that even not... when my brother was there. They yeah. even had that. He had to sit in the upper deck his first year. Yeah. They called him an upper decker. Yeah. <laughs> it's not not where you want to get stuck, but, you know, you have to you have to pay your dues to get down into the Izone and represent. And I don't – maybe they're not having to pay their dues. They have to do a little bit more of uh, filtering – of the of the is own members to to get the best I've, the loudest and the best because I am for filtering. Yeah, I mean we've seen it with the football student section too. It's just been a steady decline of participation and and even with football. I mean football's a little bit more understandable just because the team was just just a dog's ass, right? right? Garbage. But in basketball, I mean we're competitive every year. We've made the NCAA tournament twenty plus years in a row. Top like, ten team. Yes. I don't understand it. How are you not amped up to watch the game? I feel like I'm more amped up watching the game at home, losing my mind, than anybody in the crowd is. I don't get it. And that, and if you don't think that that plays a factor in holding home court advantage, I mean, you're just stupid. Because it, it plays a gigantic factor. Well, I mean, look how difficult it is to win a road game in the Big Ten. And, but dude, Illinois' student section was going nuts during that game. Yeah. And they're terrible. And they are terrible. They have not. I mean, they're pretty Indiana much looked comfortable on our court, though. They didn't look they did not look intimidated to be playing in that building at all. That's a problem for sure. And yeah, if you're losing home games to teams that are had lost seven straight. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not a good sign. They had a record loss to Michigan on their home court in the previous game. I mean, not Michigan two a really games good, ago, but yeah, yeah. But Michigan's a really good team. There's no shame in that. But we shouldn't lose to a team like that at home. It shouldn't even be close. We should blow them out. Izzo did say they had some rough practices going into the game. I don't know if there's any validity to that carrying into the game, but make your free throws and you win the basketball that, game. Yeah, man. that that's is what it comes down to, <laughs> and that's what's crazy. Is it just basically came down to free throws? If we make our free throws, we don't lose the game. We only had ten turnovers in that game. I mean, it, I'm just looking at this. Here's a big thing: we got out rebounded. 48 to 40 by Indiana. Wow. Not inexcusable for a Tom Mizzou basketball team. Yeah, and that's that's effort based right there. That's yeah. all effort. 
I mean, the one the guys that you know showed out for the game. I mean, Cassius Winston, he played really well in that game. Twenty six, eight, and seven. He was like the reason we were still in it. Kenny Glue, he's been playing really well actually. Glue has been he's he's been delivering. The team that three together. that three point shot's getting confident now with Glue. I, I I'm starting to be okay with him firing from deep. Hey, when he's hitting, what can Glue do for you? Yep. Huh try to save our season is what you try to Please. do in the Illinois game but we'll get into that don't you know the Illinois game is a whole different ball game yeah yeah completely different set of issues and that's kind of what's so strange I think about this this stretch here is that there's varying factors in each game that we can attribute to our us taking the loss so yeah, it's not a consistent thing from game to game because we shot very well from the free throw line I believe in the Illinois game we shot insane yeah. from the free throw it was line like 90 plus percent yeah, yeah. so Including yep. Nick Ward, I think, who made almost all of his free throws as well. So it's just it's hard to to grasp, and it's hard to understand where this team is going to go you, from feeling so confident. And it's weird because even after the Indiana game, I had a weird feeling about this Illinois game. Can we talk really quick about Joshua Langford and how important he is to this team now? <laughs> can, can everybody get on board with me here? All you non-believers. It's, well, it's hard. Because the team was a – we're a better basketball team now without him. Are we? Okay. Well, sure. Okay. Let me let me just – Have dumber things been said? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. No, it's uh, – listen. I never claimed that Lang, Langford was not a huge missing piece to this team. You and all your little minions, they were getting all riled <laughs> up on Twitter. You know who I'm talking about, Salt. Talking Has, about hash, you. Hashtag fire up Clark. But – um. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone would have ever agreed that having Josh Langford on the team would be a bad thing. Not only because of his skill set and because he's a scorer and can get he his can own shot. Too. He can rebound, yeah. defend, and get his own shot, which are huge factors. But not only that, but from a uh, depth perception. Yeah, we have no wing depth yeah. whatsoever. What's whatsoever? I mean, like, Gabe Brown, he can come out and maybe hit a three or two every now and then, but he can't play a lick of defense at all. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know what Billy G sees in this guy, Foster Lawyer. <laughs> I, Billy, you're always waiting, welcome Billy. to come on the podcast and discuss. But one minute played in the IU game. Cassius Winston played 44 minutes in the Indiana game. He's getting worn down, and that looked very evident that, in the in the Illinois game, man. That's what I was going to say. That is a huge issue, and I think they mentioned it in the last game about you know the fact that because Langford's out, McQuaid's got to play more, so he can't do any type of backup point guard duty as he was doing, I think, in the beginning of the McQuaid season. played terrible against Indiana. Awful. He was absolutely atrocious. F- fouled out of the game with four points and three assists. Not acceptable. Not good. And I just hate it because I feel like everyone, we've got to the point where it kind of was last year, where everyone was looking to Miles Bridges for yeah. to score the ball. And everyone else kind of standing around and just waiting for him to make the move and, and make a, either you know make a play, and that and the same thing's happening now with Cassius Winston. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know that brings it back to Langford. Langford is someone that could have got an offensive sh- shot for himself, created something. He's, we have no one else on the sh- team. Cassius is the only one that shoots the ball confidently all right. the time. Langford. Always did. Well, that's what Whether I'm he took too many shots, I don't care. He confidently stepped into the shot and took it. Yep. And you you got to have that on your team. Yep. Especially on the wing. We have no other... I've seen McQuaid be passing up open threes. I'm like, what are you doing? You're a two guard. Shoot the ball. 
yeah, we just don't have anyone that's a real big playmaker other than Cassius Winston, and it's going to limit us moving forward. X played good in that game, though. Yeah, I mean, 13, X, it's, X has been playing really well. That's the that's the one that's thing that... probably why he started yep. versus Illinois. Absolutely. He's going to be a beast, man, for the next couple of years after this. I'm really looking forward to watching him be our starting power forward rather than a guy who's so up and down. And is his Not own consistent. worst enemy. Nick Nick Ward is his own worst enemy. Like, there's no question about it. Should we just segue right into the Illinois game? Yeah, I mean, let's might just as well. do it. I mean, when we were close after we, you know what I'm talking about. The possession I'm talking about at the end of the game, we were probably. I think we had made, made have just taken the lead or was tied against Illinois. We came all the way back. Nick Ward gets the ball in the post, gets double teamed, still forces a shot when there were two guys. There was at least one guy wide open for three. I think I, I mentioned this via our group text as well. But it's it's inexcusable. It's selfish. It's you, You're passing up a wide open shot to be the hero. Stop playing hero ball, Nick. I mean, you can be dominant in the post, but that is not the time. He's his own worst enemy, man, and it's hurting the team. Yeah, I mean, there was... <laughs> It's just a lot of bad decision making all around by it the entire team. It wasn't just Nick Ward yeah. in the Illinois game. I mean, we had, what, we had 20... 24 turnovers, man. I think we had... was it that? Lo- I thought it was more than that. No, I'm looking at it right okay. now. We had 24, but we, I think we had like 16 at halftime. Yeah, I mean, Cassius had a career nine turnovers. That's got to be a career high. It is career high. So it's just it, when we got into situations, I just couldn't believe the decision making that was happening from all the entire team. Astounding, dude! We just looked like we, we didn't care. Ne- we looked well, well. We just looked like we had no idea how to play basketball. Like we just threw five random guys on the court together, yeah. and it was a pickup game, and we were just throwing the ball all over the place. I didn't it can't that what what game of the year is this for? It's like the twenty third, and we're doing this. Come on, guys! It. We did shoot 92% from the line. I guess if you want to take something good away from the game, that's promising. But 24 turnovers, man. And here's the thing. We did the same thing against Illinois last year. Still won that game. But I think we had 25 turnovers in the game the year before. We did. How is our coaching staff not making adjustments to account for this? It looked like the same thing as I watched last year. It's That's on coaching, too. I'm sorry. I don't want to call out Izzo, but I got to here. That That's inexcusable, man. Yeah, it's not like their scheme has changed. They're still doing the same things they were doing last year. I agree. How are you not preparing better for that? We outshot them. We shot 50% from the field. 24 turnovers, though. You're not going to beat anybody with that. And that's you know, that goes back to my point. It's a completely mirror image of the game, the Indiana game almost. We killed it from the free throw line. We turned the ball over. We didn't turn over the game before. So it's, it seems like the issues are are plentiful and it's just a you know we got to clean up everything we got to we got to get back to playing michigan state basketball yeah get back to that run you were on it's is it weird is there like a like a mental thing since they announced that langford was out for the <laughs> season so weird that i was gone thinking about that well. since then is the team was the team like holding out hope and that's why they were playing so inspired before like oh well we're gonna get josh back we gotta point. keep playing well now it's like oh well he's he's gone like the season's not lost guys come on is it a mental thing, Gary? I, I truly think that is. I mean, I know it was uh, – the team was very – I think, as I said, the team was very emotional after the announcement of Lankford being out. Yeah, but they should, they had to assume that there was a chance that was going to happen, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what was being said inside yeah, that neither locker room. Yeah, but, neither do I. But, I mean, they had to have known there was a chance. It's just – yeah. It's, it's hard to explain what's going on, but there definitely seems to be a lack of confidence – 
Absolutely. throughout the entire team. Like Absolutely. I said, in that Illinois game, there was just they seemed so uncertain with the decisions they were making. On every every time they got in a uh, a bind, they would make just a crazy decision. Like I'm just gonna throw the like Cassius Winston. He would just throw the ball up like oh. like. To no one. That was the worst game I think I've ever seen him play. Yeah, that, I know I he, mean, he did come have like try to finish sure, up pretty well, but I, the nine turnovers doomed us. Why? Uh, yeah. Why did it take us tw- thirty-five minutes to remember how to play basketball? Basically, that's been happening quite a bit lately. That's been happening quite a bit. These slow starts have got to stop. But yeah, I mean, Kenny Glue though, Kenny. Tried to tried to glue the team back together. Another three threes in a game for Kenny Glue. That three point shot is looking good. He was shooting the ball confidently. We might just have to start calling him Elmer at this point. I'm on. I'm on board. <laughs> Elmer Glue Goings. Elmer Glue Goings. Egg. Uh, but Arns played it, pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven and seven. Not my, bad. My, Take b- it. My buddy Arns Ahern's. Yes, him. For all you listeners at home, Gary doesn't know how to say his name now. My buddy Ahern's. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, Kenny Goins, he's a bright spot right now. Nick Ward, not a bright spot. He can bust out of it. He's a very talented player. He's just got to get his head in the game and be right. I don't know if I thought Izzo made it sound like Ward was going to be running through a wall because he's like, well, Tillman's starting because the way Ward's been playing, and I expect Nick to bounce back in a big way. Guess what? He didn't bounce back in a big way. 11 points, one rebound for Nick Ward in 20 minutes. One rebound. Xavier Tillman, on the other hand, 16 points, eight rebounds. Yep. I mean, the thing about this is we only have to, we can only go up, I hope. But this is a crucial point. This This is a crucial point right here. Yes. We have four games until we get to the Michigan game. How we respond to this adversity is going to be very crucial. Yeah, can't turn over the ball. If we play like that against Michigan, we're going to get blown out. Yep, at Chrysler, Absolutely. blown out. Yep. So, got to get back on track, and uh, it's going to start this weekend with Minnesota on Saturday. Minnesota is an interesting team. They've uh, so sixteen and seven. They're on track to make the NCAA tournament. It looks like yeah, they're uh, they're just on on the cusp. They've lost I've two read. games in a row as well. Yeah, they've ha- they've had some good wins. I think they won at Wisconsin one game, but they really haven't had that many impressive. They lost. Wins. They got blown out by Illinois. They lost by th- almost thirty. Yeah, they lost to Illinois. Um, you know they yeah. hung tough against Michigan. Michigan only had to use the last second shot yep, to beat them. Yep, so they're yep. no joke. Yeah, no, it's not going to be. Uh, a given, and especially with how our team's playing, who knows what's going to happen? And they're in this not going to be scared coming into Breslin Center, right? Nope. I'm telling you right now, they played at Chrysler against Michigan and almost won the game. So we better we better get this figured out really quick. Yep. I mean, the guys they got on their squad is is Amir Coffee hurt? I'm not sure. I'll have to look into that. But Jordan Murphy, he's the real deal. He's the real deal, man. I mean, the guy's averaging 15 points and 12 rebounds a game. He could be a real big problem for us. Um, got to rebound the ball. Got to go back to the ba- the Tom Izzo basics. Yeah. I mean, they've got five guys that are averaging double figures, so they've got – it seems like they've got a pretty good starting five that uh, knows how to play some ball. Yeah. Um, it yeah, – we, we just cannot play like that because Minnesota, they're – you know, they got veterans on their team. They will they will expose us. I We just cannot play the way we've been playing. If something has to get figured out by Saturday. 
and I think I'm I'm gonna I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for the best too. I think the team still has enough talent where they can bounce back and still make this season, you know, memorable. But I'm hanging on the edge of the cliff right now at this point. Well, our chance at a Big Ten championship is hanging on a cliff right now. And now oh. at this point, we're going to need some help. The next two, we have to win. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Must, must wins. Yep. Absolutely done. Absolutely toast. But, I mean, looking at Minnesota, I think we, we match up well with them still. Yeah. I mean, if, if we limit the turnovers, make our free throws, play smart basketball, play confidently, there's no reason we shouldn't beat this team. Yep. But we got to find it. We got to find what we had before the Langford announcement happened. That mojo, Michigan State mojo. We We're going to start back. referring to this part of the season as PL, post Langford. <laughs> we are now 0 3, post official Langford. Yeah. I mean, so we got to turn it around. Yep. Well, we can, we can beat this one over and over again, but let's just get into our predictions. I agree. I'm fine with that. You want to go first, Gary? Yeah, sure. I'll go. Let's hear. I think this is it. I think this is our bounce back game. I think it has to happen. I'm hoping it happens, but I'm predicting that it's going to happen. I think, you know, it's not going to be a blowout. We're not going to be blowing out teams like we were probably. No. But I still think we'll win fairly comfortably, which is crazy to say after losing to Indiana and Illinois. And like you said, I think we match up pretty well with Minnesota. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to go with Michigan State 71, Minnesota 62. Nice. Nice. little nine point. I am... I'm going to pick Michigan State to win because I think, like you said, it has to end at some point. There's enough veteran lead. I I want somebody to be a leader on the team. Like Somebody has got to be the voice of reason in the locker room to get this thing turned around. I like to think that there's going to be somebody that does that. I mean, even if it's Matt McQuaid, I don't care. He's a senior. Do something. Somebody step up. We need someone to step up. We need someone to step up. Other than Cassius Winston. Other than Cassius Winston. (laughs) Nick Ward, looking at you, buddy. I think Nick Ward could have a big game in this game. I think Tillman could too. I I like us to win. I do think I do agree with you. I do think it's going to be a close game. I can't you know get back on board with the blowouts uh, after the way we've been playing. I will go with seventy six to sixty eight, Michigan State. Nice eight point spread. Both close. See if we can get back onto Gary Vegas level again. Yes, we definitely. We have, I, I got uh, a call back from Vegas. They said I'm on. They said you're all set. Well, they said I'm temporary. You're temporary temporary re- probation. Yes, temporarily have revoked my Vegas license. So. Yes, so we will no longer be referring to Gary as Gary Vegas for the time being. He is just Gary again. <laughs> just plain Jane Gary. Back to normal. <laughs> just a regular, everyday, normal guy. Just a normal... Uh, just a Gary. Just a just a blue collar guy from Michigan. <laughs> there he is. He's back. Gary, Gary, Gary. Back, back where he belongs. So we're both predicting us to get back on track. Doesn't get any easier after that though. Yep. Definitely not. Go right into Wisconsin. Go right back into the Cole Center on uh next Tuesday. Seven o'clock tip. I that believe that place will be rocking for that game. Absolutely. I mean, Wisconsin's not out of the Big Ten race at all either. No, I'm no. pretty sure they only have three losses. Wisconsin's seventeen and six, and they are third in the Big Ten right now. Yeah, yeah, they are one game behind us in Big Ten play. Okay, they uh, but they only have three losses though, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So the, yeah, the, they have the, the same amount started, of losses. They've been a weird team this year, man. 
they uh you know they started off hot right five and zero, oh, and then they hit a kind of a lull in the middle of the season too. You know they got up to a ten and two start and then proceeded to lose four out of five games. So, and this is, seems very this, similar to a team we know. Yeah, I mean I don't really. They've won it, six straight though. I don't give a shit about uh, personal accolades mm-hmm. per se, but this is a you know Ethan Happ's probably. Oh, the biggest challenger to Cassius Winston for Big Ten Player of the Year. So, and after Cassius's last game, Hap might be in the lead. Yeah, so Hap is averaging eighteen points, ten rebounds, and five assists a game. That's what I'm saying. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so that's just off the charts. So this is a big game. You know, I'm sure people will look at this game at the end of the season, and I'm sure it will affect people's votes on, on how they think of who's they, the best uh, player. Trice Bro on the team. Mm, Trice Bro, Demetric Trice, brother of Spartan legend. Travis Trice, and I'm going to call him a legend, and I don't care if anybody doesn't like that because I mean, he, he took single-handedly us to a final, four. A final four. <laughs> yeah, so he's what? a legend in my eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. He, Demetric Trice is averaging 13 and a half points a game, shoots 45 percent from three, so he's got that Trice blood in him. You know he's not going to be scared to take a big shot. Can we talk for a minute about Brad Davidson? Sure. What are your thoughts on Brad Davidson, Gary? A bag of dirt. Yeah, that was a. I don't know if anyone saw it, but probably did one of the cheapest plays I may have ever seen in my entire life. Basically tried to position his foot so the player dunking or laying it was up. Jordan Murphy Jordan from, Murphy, uh, yep. from Minnesota. Yeah, yep. would land directly on his foot. And, and, he, bas- looked, and he looked down. They, I've seen the slow-mo replay. When Murphy went up, Davidson looks down at his foot and slides it underneath Murphy. I don't care what any Wisconsin fan says. That was a dirty play. One of the dirtiest I've seen. Ever. How is he not suspended? But they call him a glue guy. He's a grit guy. No, he's a loser. And after he tried to do that, I don't care if it was against Minnesota or whoever it's against. It's a disgusting act, and I don't think he should be playing basketball at this point in time. Yeah, I, I hope the Big Ten definitely takes a look at that and does something. They, they probably won't. I mean, when when does the Big Ten get anything right? <laughs> when do they get anything That's right? That's true. I mean, come on. It, it, but he's a, he's a guy you hate playing against, though. I mean, he... I think he torched us last year, if I'm not mistaken. I, I I don't like that guy. Yeah. I don't like him. It's going to be a tough game, that's for sure. But Wisconsin's not a team that necessarily scares you, especially on offense. Well, they play slow down basketball. Exactly. If we can get out and run against them, we can, we can beat Wisconsin. We yeah. can. We have better athletes on our team than Wisconsin does. Yeah. I, I you know, Cole Center's no cakewalk, that's for sure. But I just... I feel like we've gotten over that rut, though. We've beaten them there a few times in the last yeah, few years. Recently. Since Bo Ryan left, I feel like we've gotten... He always had Izzo's number. I feel like we've gotten over that rut. Yep. I don't think it has the same allure that it used to, but it is going to be a very tough game in a very tough atmosphere. Absolutely. But I think if we, we beat Minnesota, get some of that confidence, get some of that mojo back, roll it right into the Wisconsin game, I like our chances. It all starts with Minnesota. Game by game from this point out. Can't be looking ahead. We were looking ahead to Michigan, and get, look what happened. Three straight losses. Yep, got to get right back on track. So, I mean, I'm cool. I'm ready to predict this game. I will go first for this yeah, one. Yeah, go on and go first for this one. I think this game is going to be very close. I think low scoring, very close. I like the fact that we have a guy like Cassius Winston in a game like this because I really do think that he can take over this game. He always shows up big in the second half, no matter what. That guy always shows up big. I like this to be very close, very tight, possibly Wisconsin winning at halftime. I like Michigan State to come back 
and win this game 59 to 57. Wow. At Wisconsin. I like that. Mine's going to be a similar score, similar in closeness, maybe a little bit more high scoring. I know, obviously, that Wisconsin's going to slow it down. I think we'll be tied at halftime is my prediction, actually. Okay. Um, and I think it's going to it's gonna go back and forth. You know, we're not going to be able to get much separation, but um, I think we're going to I think we're going to find a way. And we have to find a way, like I said, to keep our Big Ten championships hope a lot, championship hopes alive. So I'm going to go ahead and predict uh, 67 to 63. Nice, close game. Yep. So yep. I think we're going to pull it out with a four point win. It might be close till the end, and then free throws, free throws, please, those, free throws. Let's hit those. Please. Close out the game. So yeah, that and after these two games, we only have two games left. Till Mish. Till the Michigan game. And, yeah, we got Ohio State at home and then Rutgers at home. So, I mean, after these two games, I mean. We should win those games. We should win those games. We should. We, should. we keep saying that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. After this, the last couple who said, you know, who knows. So, Clark, after these last two games, what is your percentage chance of us winning a Big Ten championship? How likely? It's a lot, much lower than how confident I was before, obviously. I am 50-50 at okay. this point, and I think probably leaning more towards not winning it at this point. Yeah. But if we do that, we can be a team like Michigan last year, right? Get hot at the right the time. The Big Ten tournament is more important at this point in time. Easy, Clark. I don't want to say Easy. that and sound like a lunatic, but I'm telling you, with how hot and cold this team has been, you have to get hot at the right time, win the Big Ten tournament, and you can make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. That's just how I feel. Uh, yeah, I agree, I, and that's you know you got to get hot at the right time. That's what it's about, because it's about winning those six games in a row. That's what it, what it's all about. So I, I mean, I still think there's a chance, especially with Michigan up twice. You know that can really <laughs> those two games are going to be so huge for not only the Big Ten championship race but our seeding. If we we if, are we are not even a two seed at this point. I don't think we're a three seed right I now. I mean, the thing that's propping us up in regards to seeding is we have. I think we're tied for the most quad, quad ones. ones. Quad ones. We have the most quad ones. Us in Kansas, who's talk what, about wheels yeah, falling dumpster off. Dumpster fire as well. <laughs> yeah, no, you feel real bad for dollar bill self yeah, in Kansas. I, I have no, no, I hate Kansas. Sympathy for that ass. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens. What are your odds at? What do you think? I, I'm saying like 60-40 on the positive side. I, just because it is, I feel like this team, like we said, we we saw what we could do. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a fluke. No. We had a eight-game stretch that was phenomenal. We were blowing out Playing like one teams. of the best teams in the country exactly. right Exactly. Yeah. And people were, thought we were one of the best teams in the country at that point. So I think we still have that potential. And I think if we, like we've said, we clear up the the glaring issues. We don't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. We shoot free throws. We play smart basketball. We run the fast break. You know we can we can beat any team. And this is this is the start to to get on a little run here. I like that. So that's what I'm hoping for. Positive vibes. I like that. Gary. Positive that's vibes. Good. Yep. So speaking of not positive vibes, we can get into the mailbag. There Pretty was negative w- mailbag vibe this week. Extremely negative. Maybe some, maybe not even some questions. I think it was just more I think there were people just really just trying to say stuff to make themselves feel better and I don't blame them. Yep. You know. Do you want to start with the positives or let's, maybe we should end on a positive let's note. Let's end on a positive okay. note. 
So let's uh, <laughs> let's start with your boy, Billy G. My God. And Detroit. What a mouth on him. Why does my team suck D? N-I-T, N-I-T, N-I-T. I don't think we're anywhere close to the NIT. Hey, I think B- we're already a lot. Billy, I know you want Foster Lawyer to start at point guard, but we're not going to the NIT. <laughs> if, if we'd go to the NIT, if Foster Lawyer was the <laughs> starting we point guard. We try to keep this a little family friendly, so let's please refrain from S-ing D's in future tweets. I mean, it, I don't, wouldn't say this is necessarily a family friendly podcast. It certainly isn't. I just wanted to throw shade at Billy. <laughs> um,. I don't have an answer for that because we don't agree with I that. I mean, we, we both we both have identified the issues with this team. So Billy was just an emotional wreck, so we're going to forgive him for that one and hope for better tweets in the future. Yeah, okay. We hope for better than that big guy. Okay. Do better. Yeah, we had uh, another guy, our boy Welty, give uh, some... Uh, he threw a couple so- gifts our way. <laughs> some gifts at us. One of them was a dumpster fire. Basically, he's asking if A... Michigan State is a dumpster fire, or B, too hot to handle. <laughs> Current status is dumpster fire. I think can be too hot to but handle. I think obviously it's an overreaction right now. We've seen two conflicting points in this season: a very successful team and a team that sucks ass. So I don't think that we're necessarily one or the other. I think we're somewhere in between. But I think well to hit the point though with the. Uh, the comparison yeah a little hot and cold yeah yep but like we just said just gonna depend on this final stretch here and i think that's how we'll be judged going into the postseason going in the tournament so mm. and then we have another one from ryan r in houston is it football season yet hashtag spring game no thank god <laughs> i can't handle a three-game losing streak and a spring game and at i just the same have to time. ask ryan is that legitimately was that a real Less question? Less depressing than this? <laughs> yeah, that made me more depressed. Like, oh, I have that to look forward to next. Great. Can't wait. Um, yeah. I, I. The longer we can wait for football season, the better, in my opinion. Yeah, push it back another Can we have the spring uh, game? Months. Yeah, in May or something? I don't want to. Yeah, is it in April? April 13th. We said it last episode, Clark. Pay attention. Uh, it's about football. I forgot real quick. <laughs> I forgot it right after I walked out. <laughs> Just tossed it up in the trash. Hockey correspondent. Uh, no, let's let's. We got one more. Let's get to the positive guy. Then you we'll, want a positive, and then we'll no, get into our we'll hockey. Finish up. With I actually hockey. have another one after the positive, okay. so we'll get to hockey afterwards. Okay, okay. And it comes from a resident Aussie, Adam P. He always seems to have the bright side, and I, I like that about he's, him. A, you know, he's living in Australia. I mean, I can't blame him. He's going to be a positive guy out there. He's got beautiful weather. We're sitting in negative thirty degrees, and I saw him on Instagram. He was he was loving life. I saw some ocean. Looked warm. I can't wait to see those pictures next year. He's probably it. speaking with an accent. I know. Yeah, I even his texts. I'll see. I'll I can... see. I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I look forward to seeing those pictures a year from now, wearing his RCR is my daddy T-shirt. That's Ooh, what I'm really that's looking coming, forward to, buddy. But uh, his <laughs> might his... have to. We might have to hand deliver it. Yeah, right to him, right to his front doorstep, down on that. Maybe his pet kangaroo will answer the door. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> So his uh, his question or comment is, well, every MSU fan is losing their mind about the recent losses. Could this possibly be a good thing? We know State never lives up to the height in the tourney when expectations are high. Example, last year. Historically, we have made great runs when we were under the radar. Thoughts? 
This is a great point. And, and I've actually thought about this because I think I talked about it in our basketball preview. When our expectations are not as high, when we don't have the perennial five-star McDonald's All-American who's you know leading the charge, yeah. we have more success without that. The Travis Trice year. The Travis Trice year. The 2005 year I would, I would put in there. Yeah. Those that really—it's really making me think. And you know, like we just said, you got to get hot at the right time. You got to get in the right bracket too. So, you know, if we're gonna take, I'd re- much rather take L's right now in the season than. Oh yeah, then later on. Yeah, in the big I mean, time tourney or the tournament for that matter. The I, good thing is, is they're close losses. We're not getting blown out, right? I, I guess that's a positive to take away from it. And like we talked about earlier in the show both different reasons for losing. So right. I guess they're losing differently and it's not a consistent thing from game to game that's progressively getting worse. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but Well, we're trying to bank a positive spin on yeah. something okay. bad. Yeah, for you sure. Know, it's you know, it's a good question. Uh do I think that I, I I don't think we're a Final Four team though. I you know I, I I'm I told sticking you guys with that. my Final Four pick. I will keep. Do saying I think it. we can make a great run? Sure, because we have a great point guard in Cassius Winston, and if he plays to the top of his level, anything can happen. Look at the teams that play well in March. Guard play gets them there every year. You're not winning a national title or going to a Final Four without a, without a good point guard. The thing that we lack is a elite shooting guard who's now out for the season. That's true. But I do like the positive spin that he put on it. I think it's good. Thanks for always being positive out there, Adam P. We do appreciate that. We do appreciate it. I think some of the uh, Red Cedar Rundown listeners appreciate it as well. I think Joe V yeah. said he needed to hear something like he that. He did. He needed it. Joe V was in a dark spot after this three-game loss. <laughs> he said he needed to take a break for a while. Hence why you don't see him in the bail bag this week. It's good. Refreshing. Open it up for others. Wow, Gary throwing a little shade at salt. <laughs> Uh, well, so, gotta, do you have one more okay. that I got for you? Um, so John from Livonia has asked Gary. This is just this is towards Gary. Just me. Huh? Just at, at Gary. Wow. He says, Gary, the Belland, it's time for you to make a decision. Are you a cat man or a dog man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've had cats and dogs in my life since I was Can't pick young. Both. I'm just, I'm, I'm just giving the, we're drawing the line listeners the a background. We're drawing the listeners the background. I do have two cats currently. Pan and Waff. Yep. Some of the best cats I know Clark's ever met, for sure. They're he, very good. They're, they are nice cats. They're nice. Um, so I think earlier in my life, I, I would have definitely answered as, as being a dog guy, but I think these cats have definitely persuaded me otherwise. I think I would definitely say it. Go on the record as saying, I'm a cat guy. I'm a cat dad and a cat guy. You heard it here first. <laughs> Gary's gone soft. <laughs> I don't want to lay out all the reasons, but... We don't need them. I'm a dog a guy. Lot. Just for those wondering. But Gary does have cool cats. I'll give, I'll give him uh, the benefit of the doubt on that. Thanks, Clark. Appreciate that. We appreciate you being honest, though, Gary. That was <laughs> I know that... That was tough. You were, you know, gritting through it, but you did a good job. Thanks. And it feels good, doesn't it, just to say it out loud? <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. Not embarrassed by it. We have other guys on the, that are listeners of this show that are cat guys, too. Yep. Ryan R. Houston. Big cat guy. <laughs> he showed me the way how to be a, a good cat dad, so shouts to him. Shouts to Ryan R. Uh, but we got one last question from our resident hockey analyst. Is this a question? 
uh, I think this is more of just frying us for our initial shit talking of Cole. So, yeah, I think this is more to rub it in our face. But he's had three points out of second place. Big series this weekend against U of M. Mm. Second year in, and Cole has the team playing for postseason potential in February. Three thinking faces. Throwing emojis at us, huh? Yep. Tossing okay, them in our face. Birch. Well, well you good. know what? I accept it. And this is why we got we brought you on as our hockey analyst, yeah, Birch. We need we need the expertise and look at I, and here he is delivering, giving he, us here an update. He is delivering, letting us know. Big weekend series. Obviously I'm assuming that's gonna be on TV. If I have time, I'll try and catch it. Yeah, against U of M. Try to catch Beat all those rivalry anything. games. I'll watch women's softball. I don't care. <laughs> I'll watch swimming. I don't care. It, you know, beat U of M. It always <laughs> makes you feel good. Makes you feel great. And can't wait to preview that game. It will be here uh, in two episodes. We'll be previewing that game. So That's going to be a big one. Yeah. Probably a little bit more in-depth when oh, we yeah. talk about the previews. Oh, yeah. It will be a, I'm sure it will be a rivalry special edition episode. Yep. As we... So be on the lookout for that, place. Yep. This will be coming up. Yep. Also on the lookout... Stickers. Stickers. They're coming. Coming. Where we're are we one, at? I think we... we're just waiting on the envelopes to thaw out after the cold. Mm. So... Yeah, they did get frozen, they, didn't they? It's warming up here a little bit in Michigan, so soon. Soon. It's, yeah. yeah, soon. We're... Yeah. Yeah, soon. Okay. Soon. One week, two weeks, three weeks. Give me two weeks. Two weeks? Give me two weeks. That's a guarantee. Okay. Give me two weeks. Okay. I'll give you two weeks. So what will happen in two weeks? I will announce something in two weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the Michigan episode, of for course. For the Michigan episode, yes. Okay. So saving the best for last. There you go. It's You're nice. welcome, everybody. You're nice. Yeah. I'm doing them a favor. Yeah. So keep listening. You'll get your stickers. And... Like we always say, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Please yeah, shoot us some direct messages. Shoot us some comments. We like to have fun here. Always. So thank you again for listening to the Red Cedar Rundown podcast. And as always, go green, go white. <laughs> <laughs>